Welcome to Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. I'm back. Hi, guys. You are back. First of all, can I say, I felt like the lead up from Tom and Cindy was a little much. I was like nervous that I was going <laughs> to let everybody down. It was like, oh no, like I'm one, rusty. I'm two, a little sleep deprived. Like, I don't know if I'm going to bring it, but no, here I am. Fine. I'm a little sleep deprived today too. We're recording in the morning. We are recording in the morning. Natalie and I are weirdly wearing the same outfit, which we did not yeah. plan. Like, well, I'm going to work out after this. Yeah, I have no excuses. And we're both wearing workout pants, like a cutoff <laughs> tank top and a zip up sweatshirt because it's chilly out. It's a little brisk here in Los Angeles and it's today. it's not colorful. It's black, white, gray. Yeah. That's hmm, indicative of our moods, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Fall, autumnal. Anyway, I am so excited to be back. Thank you all for, first of all, I will say, I got a little like jealous. There was a lot of love for Roger and Michael <laughs> on the socials. And I was like, am, I texted you and I go, am I getting usurped? Which was a great opportunity to use the word usurped. But it was just like, okay, hey, hey guys, like, I remember, I'm here. I'm here. But I will say every guest was amazing. Um, I loved listening to it. It was kind of, it was like a fun little like, ooh, I like this podcast. And then I was like, oh, it's my podcast. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't feel weird. I think it'd be weird. It felt a little weird, but it was also great because it was fun. And I appreciated all the like, And you knew most of the people. Yeah. So I did. I knew all the people. Yeah. All the peoples. Um, so today, this episode marks our one year Anniversary of Fangirl Fridays. Our fan-aversary. Our fan-aversary. I'm so sorry. How did I not <laughs> maximize that opportunity to say a fake word? Um, first of all, did you think we would make it a year? Uh, no. I don't know. I know. I don't know either. Because when we did this, it was kind of like a test. Yes. So I had no expectations. I still have no expectations. Like I'll get notes. And actually one of the things later on, like random people or, you know, people I've known my whole life, but I haven't talked to in like five years or whatever, will send me an email and be like, Hey, I've been listening to the podcast. And I'm like, what? What? (laughs) Like you are? Thank you. Um, but I'm so constantly amazed that anyone is like still with us. Like, I kind of just feel like sometimes it's just you and me in my living room or at our office. Just yeah. Like chatting away. Like we need to have a private meeting <laughs> in our studio. Um, what have been. Well, first of all, we should talk about kind of like how we started. We had like yeah. an OG crew of of dudes that helped us launch yeah. this. And we got lucky. We do it for work. Oh, it was yeah. a work idea, guys. It's our job. Like we're doing this like. Not, I mean, we would do it's it. It's a passion for project. It's a passion project, but yeah, I mean, we were totally lucky. We have a, we have a, now we have a full studio. We have an Emmy award winning producer, <laughs> like all of these things. What, <laughs> what happened? Um, and it all just started with us being annoying in the office and people wanting us to yeah. shut the hell up. Yeah. So we did this thing on Fridays that we deemed fangirl Fridays mm-hmm. because we would kind of stop working <laughs> <laughs> we'd end up on I just spit my coffee. <laughs> we would end up on IMDb mm-hmm. just looking at people and going down like rabbit holes. Yeah, like Jenna Vanoy or like somebody. We'd be deep, deep mm-hmm. down. I did get down a rabbit hole of Fran Drescher the other day. Mm. I don't feel like she's really like been maximized her talents other than no. the nanny. Um yeah, and uh, you know, I think 
Some of my favorite moments are like some of our <laughs> just like weird things that happened. Like when before we recorded in the studio, we would always record in my house, which is where we are right now. Mm-hmm. And like one time we were talking about scary things and then someone just like knocked at the door and needed us to jumpstart their was, car. No, we weren't just talking about <laughs> scary things. I specifically talked about how I don't like home invasion movies or like when people yes. come to the house yes mm-hmm. and five minutes later someone knocks on the door a stranger, stranger. with car problems yeah. nobody does that in 2017 no. and it was like a girl at first it was very it was very strange but she was lovely it was yeah. fine um yeah and remember our og uh producer mark was like supposed to be on the bachelor and we kept trying to like fill out his bachelor form um and yeah, we'd have donuts at like every recording session. Yeah, you know, you guys know how we feel about sugar. Yeah, yeah, a lot of things. I miss. I do miss sweating in the studio. I'm kind of. I'm a little chilly in my house right now. <laughs> Our studio has such climate control problems, and just me in general, I have climate control problems. Yeah. And then when I was pregnant, the whole time it was like a hot mess, like literally and figuratively. Um, do you have any favorite episodes that we've done? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I will say, I mean, obviously I love our Save by the Bell because I love Save by the Bell. Um, and I, re- I do like some of our like early ones, like our theme song Throwdown and stuff like that. But I think that our My So-Called Life and Freaks and Geeks is just like fun. It's like our fun and most thoughtful, probably. Yeah, most thoughtful. <laughs> um, and I do, our Back in the Day babes, like with all the guests were super Those fun. Those are my favorite. Because they're ridiculous. Yeah. Like they're all just like... like- uh, I love our brandy one, even though I don't think it really does brandy justice. Um, Ew, yeah, maybe. Our Jennifer Love Hewitt one was super fun. Yeah. And Jonathan Taylor Thomas with David. I saw David last night. I ran into him. Amazing. Friends. Yeah. Friends now. You've made friends because of the podcast. Um, I will say, though, our, the one that's done the best, like for other, you know, other people is our 13 Reasons Why. Um, and I get it. People love to talk feelings. Yeah. That's why it's a feelings forum. Yeah. That's why we made that up. That's um, why we made it up. <laughs> I um, think out of like our OG episodes, um, I get a lot of compliments a lot um, for our Hey Arnold episode. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like a, like some people forget about Hey Arnold in yeah. general. But then I think a lot of people who watch it like love it. And so I think people appreciate like it coming to light. Yeah. Um, Actually, I get a lot of compliments on the binges, so we're going to have to do it again this year. And I've got some good stuff because I've been binging the shit out of some television. While I just received on word leave. from You just received word like by <laughs> like a carrier pigeon no, yeah. like yesterday <laughs> via Twitter. Oh. Someone told us that um Friday Night Lights is being removed from Netflix. Oh yeah. So we're never going to watch uh, it. No, no. I have access to the DVD sets so we can watch oh, it old school. Great. I great. was very controversial review from Tom Burris. Hating he it. He does not like it. Hating it. Like viscerally yeah. not liking it. I've never heard anyone say that. Even if they like don't like sports and whatever. Like hating it. Yeah. All right. Well. So I'm interested. <laughs> I want to know why. Are you more peaked now? Where yeah. are you in Dawson's Creek? <sighs> Season two. I'm watching so many things. Yeah. It's hard mm-hmm. to get through it's one a good, thing. It's a good segue, though. What are you fangirling over this week? Let me get out my list. Oh, <laughs> she literally pulled out her cell phone out of her sad. I didn't want to forget. Sad sweatshirt. <laughs> sad sweatshirt. <laughs> what do you got? Um, the latest season of BoJack is what okay. I'm currently watching. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's great. The Emmys this oh, year? Yeah. They were very fun. Everyone looked great. Mm-hmm. Diversity. Yeah. 
good awards. Yeah. Like Master of None guys. Guys. Well mean. deserved. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Shania Twain was on the last episode of Broad City. <gasps> really? How'd she you look? need to watch it. She looks amazing. Yeah, well, I mean. And um, the supermodels at the Versace show. I sent that to you. Yes, I you was sent it to me yesterday. Losing my mind. For you guys that don't know about it, you tell what, okay, what so happened. At the end of the Versace show for Fashion Week, Donatella comes out. Well, not even before that. A curtain pulls away and it's like Cindy Crawford, Naomi... Heather, Carla um, Bruni, Carla Bruni, and Helena, mm-hmm. and they just look like goddesses. They're all like fifty-year-old women, and, and they then look amazing. Donatella Versace comes out, and they all walk down the runway to George Michael's "Freedom 90," which is one of my favorite music videos of all time, yeah. and has a lot of those supermodels in it. Well, and it was Linda oh, was missing, but yes. it's fine. But that was what happened in the Versace show, like when all of that, when like the supermodel mania, they all came out at the end. So they basically like recreated this thing. Do you feel like there's maybe a little bit of is just like a slight promo for Ryan Murphy's American, American Crime, Crime Story? Story? Yes. <laughs> I was like, please just like drop the credits or like something like exclusive coverage Penelope of Versace. Cruz comes out. Oh my, I would have died. Um, yeah, it was, it was too much for me. And also, again, we've talked about this numerous times with numerous people like Jane Fonda or like Susan Sarandon. I will never look that good as like a 50 year old Cindy Crawford. Like, holy shit. It's insane. They could have just been like walking the run. They look better than like Gigi Hadid and all the like supermodels now. I was like, what? Also, Carla Bruni was like the first lady of France. Like, it's amazing. Man, it's like, God, what a life. What a life. there will be no better supermodels than like early nineties. No supermodels. I mean, I mean, Naomi story. Naomi is still working. Like good on you, girl. Um, okay. I, as previously mentioned, have watched a lot of television while on maternity leave. I've been trying to like roll through shows that only have like 10 to 20 episodes. So then I can like really get into kind of some bigger shows and you feel accomplished I do Mm -hmm. it's a good to-do list (laughs) type of thing um but so I've started watching better things on fx oh that's on my list I really really like it it's so it's um Pamela Adlon who she is the voice of Bobby Hill yeah um and sometimes you can hear it and it's like a little creepy but she was like a child star Mm -hmm. she's a voice actor herself and that's kind of like the premise of the show as well it's very much like representative of her life but it's um co-produced by Louis C.K. so it's you know got that kind of like rawness realness to it but she's a mess. She's divorced. She has three daughters. They're all varying levels of messiness. And like her 16 year old's like a total like bitch to her. And like, (laughs) it just feels very, very real Mm -hmm. and nothing ever really happens in any of the episodes, but I'm really into it. And the second season just came back on FX. Generally, I'm just fangirling over FX. I feel like I've only watched FX or FXX shows. Yeah, you're watching You're the Worst now, too. I'm watching You're the Worst. I, I asked you, I was like, where? what's the deal with FXX? And you're like, it's basically just a network for us. Because <laughs> you were like naming all the shows that were on it. And I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, there are really only that. five shows. Like Parks yeah. and Rec, Simpsons, mm-hmm. you're, the worst. you're the Worst. And for some reason on demand, Mad About You is an option. Oh, I'm not mad about that. (laughs) Um, That's interesting. Yeah, I I just, I do feel like FX has just kind of knocked it out of the park in terms of all programming. The other thing I'm fangirling over, because I didn't get to talk about it on the podcast, um, if you guys listened to our 
initial fangirl feelings for him with Meredith Morris. Uh, about Gilmore Girls. About Gilmore Girls. Um, Meredith is a very dear friend of mine. She also like keeps my hair looking great. Anyway, when Philly was born, she got Philly a custom Fangirl Fridays jean jacket. It says her name on it. It says Philly on it. And then on the back, it has our logo. We put it on Instagram, I think. Yes, I think we put it on Instagram. I'm not kidding. I like straight up died. It topped my gift. Yeah. And Natalie's gift was freaking amazing. And I I sent you the photo and you were like, that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And it is just like, I want one. Like, why does my daughter have like a cooler like jean jacket than I do? But I'm still fangirling over it and she won't be able to wear it for like a year, but whatever. Yeah. I'll like frame it until yeah. then. Or just like force her into it. I don't know. She'll be like 15 and be like, wear your jacket. It's like way too small. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm fangirling over. Pretty so, good stuff. Yeah. I mean, things are good, guys. I feel like our one year anniversary episode, overall, things are great. I'm a fan of it. <laughs> no. I'm a fan of our anniversary. <laughs> um... <laughs> So we're going to do something a little bit different this time. Yeah. We're not going to go deep into television. No. In this episode. We're going to go deep into you guys. Ew. Ew. I hated it. Ew, Sorry. No. I heard it as soon as it came out of my mouth. I hated it. <laughs> um, but you, this was Natalie's idea and I loved it. We wanted to know what you guys wanted to know. And we got some questions. Yeah, we have some questions. Um, so how do we want to do this? Do we just want to like read who asked us these questions and then answer? Yeah. Okay. I can start. So first of all, thanks for asking us guys. Appreciate it. It's always like way better than getting just like solid crickets. Um, okay. So we got a question from Laura. She wants to know what our favorite drama series is or our top three. Like what are the shows that we couldn't stop watching? You know, I thought about this in advance. Me too. And I realized I don't watch very many dramas. Me too. I was like, I always default to comedy. Yeah. But there, I do have some. And it's also like, what do you consider a drama? Is American Horror Story a drama? I think so. I don't know. Yeah. I I mean, it's not a comedy. Like the original Twin Peaks is for sure. Yes. One of mine. Mm -hmm. Oh, also is like soap operas. Are those dramas? Great. 90210. And then now you have all these weird, like, is Atlanta kind of a drama, but it's classified as a comedy. Like, I don't know. So I would definitely say Twin Peaks is my favorite drama. Of all time? Yes. Ooh. And what's your overall assessment of the most recent season? I don't even know if I can put it into words. (laughs) It was You just got more expressive than I've ever seen you in my life. Because like, I, there are things I hated. There are things I loved. The ending was like what? Uh, like it was just David Lynch being David Lynch, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. it's a lot of craziness. But so, anything else other than Twin Peaks? <laughs> like, would you recommend everybody watching the full thing, including the most recent season? Yes, oh. I would. Question mark. Um, I don't know. Like, honestly, I watch so much comedy. Yeah. Like, I haven't. Obviously, we've. It's been talked about. I haven't seen Game of Thrones yet. Well, yeah. So Um, good segue. That's as we've mentioned, I was very anti Game of Thrones. I was like, dragons, go fuck yourself. But it's great. (laughs) Like (laughs) finally got into it, binged five seasons. And now I'm like totally caught up. I will say this second, like this, basically what they did is they split the final season into two. Didn't love every episode of this first half because I don't, there just are some things like there, 
you, you got to like take a leap of faith in with some of the things where you're like, all right, I don't know. Fine. But if you start to like pull at the thread of Game of Thrones, like the whole thing unravels anyway. So you got to just kind of leave that as a ball of yarn. Yeah. Um, but it's a great show. It's amazing. The acting is amazing. Um, and then I do have some other dramas, but they're, I feel like some of them are kind of cliche, like Breaking Bad. Um, I feel like everyone who watched Breaking Bad loved it. Did you watch it? I haven't watched it yet. Like that's uh, dramas. I'm always like, I'll put it on the back burner. Yeah. So I can just watch these easy comedies and then I never get to them. I know. That's kind of, I have the Sopranos is on my list and I, I mean, I haven't done it. I don't know if I'd consider Sex and the City a drama. It's kind of funny. Tough. I don't know. Um, so mine of my favorite show of all time is The Wire. And if The Wire was on HBO in the early 2000s, it's about like the drug trade in Baltimore Every, there's five seasons. Every season covers a different angle of it. And it's like heartbreaking. And Are amazing. you watching the new show, The Deuce, from no. the creators of The Wire? From No, not yet. Um, I did see I that. I saw the first episode. Did you like it? Um, well, I love the 70s, so I was in it as soon as it started. Yeah. But I got a little bored because it was an hour and a half, I think, oh, the long. pilot was. Yeah. So. so other I've been watching Snowfall, speaking of drug trade and mm-hmm. then the 80s. And it's a little Is that good. I've heard bad things. Mixed uh, I'm I'm still mixed on it. I'm four episodes in. I think it's only nine episodes. I I'm interested, but I'm like, like the wire was so captivating. Like for the whole fourth season of the wire, we would watch it and I would cry like every <laughs> single night because it was all about kids and like mm-hmm. the foster system. And I would just be like, we need to help these children. Like it was so affecting. And like, I don't feel that way about, about Snowfall. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen any of those shows, like I highly, I highly recommend them. But I feel like not saying you're basic. No, they're totally <laughs> but basic. But I feel like those are just like, if you like TV, people like those shows. Yes, for sure. Mad Men's kind of controversial because people are like, eh, like, because it is so slow. Um, and so, and it took a long time because they had like a year and a half, like contract negotiation. So there was a big gap. And so a lot of people fell off during that period of time because it was like, okay, I can't keep up with the slow show and it's not coming back for like two years. Um, but yeah, no, call me basic. I... I am and but they're just it's good shows and if you haven't seen it like it's crazy that I haven't watched The Sopranos it's crazy you haven't watched The Sopranos like but I've seen the end so okay well (laughs) is it worth for I don't know is it worth 10 seasons because you know what happens yeah I don't know um okay Okay. who's next Katie Mm -hmm. asks as a tried and true law and order lover I'm wondering if you guys would do an episode on your favorite crime shows or documentaries I mean I mean here we go I don't watch a lot of crime shows. No, but you love true crime. I do. You love Jean Benet. Yeah. If there's a new Jean Benet doc, oh, I still haven't watched the CBS one. If we ever want to watch it, yeah, I would 1000% cover it. So I am interested in the Law and Order Menendez Brothers situation. Oh. Yes. The billboards look like a fake show. Yeah. So they're obviously just piggybacking on the success of The People versus O.J. Simpson, right? Well, it's a it's a Menendez brother anniversary, right? Ooh. Because Lifetime, I think it's Lifetime. They did a movie too recently, oh, yeah? and Courtney Love plays the mom, and <gasps> I very much want to watch it. Whoa, that's amazing. Um, so I think the answer to this is yes. Like I, we both love true crime in in general. I'm very into the Menendez story. I watched they did like a documentary on it, um, maybe earlier last year, and I watched that. And I mean, if you're going to talk about true crime. We're going to bring it up again. Versace. 
it's coming. Yeah. 2018. I Which like, we will be covering, but yes. on a different podcast. Yeah. I like that stylized. Like I loved the people versus OJ Simpson. It was probably my favorite a, a bit yeah. of television last year. Kind of changed my life. Right. Do you think about it yeah. a lot? I know. It's like one of those things that gets stuck in your brain and you're like, oh, and then you just like see the world totally differently. You're like, fucking OJ. Um, <laughs> at least Everything's I, your fault. <laughs> that's how I feel about it. But yeah, so very excited about um, American Crime Story Versace. Like it's true. And Ryan Murphy does a very good job of when things are based in real life. Like he cares about that. Like he mm-hmm. doesn't really like toy with the story Yeah, he did too that much. with Feud too. Yeah. So, I mean, love true crime. But again, drama. I'm always going to default to some comedy over it. But yeah. I get it. I get Law and Order. Like, if you ever get stuck in like in a Law and Order like binge session, you're just all of a sudden you're like, "Whoa, what happened? That was two days. Like, <laughs> it's it's gone. I'm gone." Um, okay. Should we go to the next one? Sure. This one we have a couple questions from Cat. Yeah. Yep. Okay. First question: What are your favorite guilty ple- guilty pleasure fangirl favorites? Nashville, obviously. <laughs> Uh, you finished it, yeah? No. What? We Roger and I still haven't watched it since since the, the, the death. Yeah, since the death. Um, yeah, but I like anything that's on that level of cheese mm. with drama. Mm-hmm. I think is a guilty pleasure for me. Would you consider this as us a guilty pleasure? No, no. I think it's like a step above. Oh, mm-hmm. but I do feel like this is us teeters on that level of cheese. That's like great. Yeah, but then you have Sterling K. Brown in it, oh so my it God, doesn't just matter. Winning. Emmys and being shirtless like so he won Emmys back to back years he's amazing good for you amazing he deserves it my guilty pleasure is all of HGTV like everything on the show everything on the channel I will say say yes to the dress I will always watch Mm -hmm. oh if we're gonna go down that rabbit hole my actual guilty pleasure is like my 600 pound life like I get I don't even know if those are guilty I genuinely love those shows you do oh yeah. my god I got nervous that like I was like weird the, my weird obsession or like yes I don't know what's the one with their fears they're scared of things oh. like the girl who wouldn't who only ate cheesy potatoes and was like scared of vegetables <laughs> don't know don't know if I know that the was name a of that TLC show. show guys yeah this sick my 600 pound life like I'm always intrigued by that I this there was one episode once where this guy lived in like a fourth level apartment or something and he would like order like Postmates or like fast food and he would literally send down a bucket and like the delivery like person, of the lambs yeah. kind of thing. And the person would put the food in there and then like take the money and I was just like, oh no. Like that, I don't know, for some reason has been very affecting for me. But so really anything on HGTV, anything on TLC and update, Trading Spaces is coming back and I'm dead because it's all it's like all the original people it's like Genevieve like Paige is I'm coming worried back. I recently watched one of like it was a top 10 worst reveals oh my god and Some when they get mad bad. and like they cry they put hay on the walls yes here's the thing though trading spaces really happened before HGTV was like a thing like That's it true. is now and so I feel like they're gonna have to step up their game but because they'll have a bigger budget probably maybe because it was like a thousand dollars or something but yeah that's not enough you can buy like a chair on like Wayfair or whatever. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, I'm, I'm home renovation stuff. I like completely think I could redo a house like just off of watching like flip or flop, <laughs> pretty much. And we have a controversial opinion on fixer upper and 
Chip yes. and Joanna Gaines. I love them. Natalie hates them. It's fine. Our debate episode. <laughs> Our debate. <laughs> um, okay, another question from Kat. What podcasts are you fangirling over? Hmm. What am I listening to? I feel like I've gotten a little behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Podcasts. Um, I run to my favorite murder, which doesn't sound like the best thing to do, but to do for me, it keeps me more aware. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like trust no one. Yeah. Um, trust no one. <laughs> I'm like listening to. I've been listening to some Nerdist interviews lately. Oh, I'm not smart. huge on Nerdist uh-huh. podcast, but uh, I like the people yeah. that are on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What about you? I've been listening to Ear Hustle, which is I have like all of those backlogged. Yeah, I just can't it's, get into uh, it. It's um, the prison podcast. Um, they do it in San Quentin. Um, I've also been listening to The Great Debates, which is, we actually know these guys, they're comedy writers. One writes on Love for Netflix and one writes on Veep. So he just won an Emmy. No big deal. Sure, no big deal. Um, And they are two super smart Harvard dudes that just like debate about inane things. Um, Like, if you don't know what to eat, just go to Subway. Like, that's one of my favorite episodes that they did. (laughs) Um, And then this is like a total shout out to ourselves, but I really like listening to our people versus Ryan Murphy. Like, I'll re-listen to them when they come out. And I think we're great. Yeah. If you like Ryan Murphy shows, listen to it. It's funny. I'm a scaredy cat and I Natalie's making me watch this season. That's my favorite part of it. By myself. And it's Horrible! I hate it. By the way, Eric, my husband, total scary cat too. I was watching it in the living room. He was sitting in the dining room. He had to go to the back. He was like, I can't even listen to this. This is terrifying. And I was like, I know. I hate it. I will say I hate staying up late to watch it. Oh. See, you should just come over to, with my miracle DVR. Yeah. It records it three hours early. Um, what else? What else does Cat want to know? from Cat. Oh, I love this question. How do you feel about the no drive through cantina style Taco Bells that serve alcohol? Because they're coming soon. I I don't know. So here's my thing. I think the Taco Bell needs to be true to thyself and know that they need to serve their garbage food to people when they feel like garbage and they're yeah. great at it. When you feel like garbage too, or if like you're drunk and have a designated driver or Lyft, which is like a promotion they're doing, yeah. going through the drive-thru is because you don't want to go inside and be seen. A hundred percent. Taco Bell, I will say, is the best drunk food ever and like when you're just about to be hungover you know what I mean when you're like kind of coming out of it it's Mm -hmm. like I feel like shit I'm going to reinforce that feeling by filling my body with like a a crunch wrap yeah or like that fake cheese always get the little nachos guys always get always um so it's like I don't need you to elevate yourself how do you feel about those like cinnamon twists that they have or used to have don't hate them yeah those Cinnabon balls, you guys, are so good. My eyes lit up. This is the biggest my eyes have been open all what morning. Oh, yesterday I just texted you and I go, what are your opinions on carrot cake? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just, sometimes you just got to like stick with what made you, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I get they're trying to expand into different markets and blah, blah, blah. Just be who you are. Be who you are. Be true to yourself, Taco Bell. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my opinion. Um, okay. Next question is from Jackie. I love this one. If you have, if you guys had to choose a movie from the nineties, ooh, movie, what would you star in and why? Nineties movie. Clueless. Duh. See, I went back and forth with Clueless and then I was and like, I'm not cool enough to be in it. So I had to. I you had chose to something else? Yeah, I chose something else. What did you choose? I chose 10 things I hate about you oh, because I'm a little bit in between like a Bianca and a cat. I want to be a cat. I'm not. I'm totally. Oh, I didn't think of it as like I had to 
relate to a character. Oh, I thought okay. this was pure fantasy. Oh yeah. Well, I want to be in Clueless. It changed the decade. Uh huh. I agree with that. I mean, come on. That's a fair changed sentence. fashion. Changed like the way we speak. Yeah. I had two outliers, like in terms of the '90s. Like, I my brain immediately went to True Beverly Hills. That came out in 1989. Yeah. And then I was like, ooh. Beetlejuice was one of mine, which mm. I think is like late 80s. Yeah. Too. And then I went, ooh, The Sweetest Thing, 2002. I was like, damn it. These bookend movies. Oh, I think I should say I would be in that thing you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think mine for the 10 things I hate about you, why I would want to be in it, like Heath Ledger, guys. <sighs> but also, back That's in the day, reason right there. Andrew Keegan. I mean, Eat Me Donner. Um, okay. This one I thought was funny too. What was your favorite retro toy and which one did you feel you deserved but never got? Okay, so I am upset still about <laughs> what I feel like I deserved and didn't get. So you go. favorite retro toy, does that mean like a trendy toy mm. or something just you loved as a kid? I think you lo- loved as a kid. I'm, I mean, I feel like this is kind of basic, but I'm going to say Barbies. Oh yeah. Um, I still love Barbies. I played Barbies until like eighth grade, maybe. <laughs> so you were going to say yesterday. I mean, I would. <laughs> I genuinely love Barbies. I would dress one up right now. Mm-hmm. Love it. We love the Barbie Instagram. Yeah. The Barbie fashion Instagram. That Instagram is out of control. It's insane. Like, I just feel like tiny children are having to like make those tiny like pieces of clothing because they're so intricate. Someone's adult career is to do it. And I'm so jealous. <laughs> Is that like the only better job than the job that you have is like basically stylist running the Barbie Instagram account? Um, And what toy I felt I deserved but never got, I'd probably say Furbies when they came out. Oh. Um, My parents drew a line Mm -hmm. because they knew they were annoying as hell. Oh, yeah. No Furbies in the house, but my best friend had Furbies, so I was okay with it. You had tangential access to Furbies. Then years later... Um, the Furby started talking its gibberish language on its own one day and we had to throw it across the room. So I think my parents made the right decision and I'm glad I didn't deserve a Furby. Yeah, I get it. Um, my retro toy, kind of obscure, a popple. Do you know what a popple yeah. is? Yeah. So a popple for people, this was one of those things that I thought I imagined for a while cause like no one else would ever talk about it, but it was basically like a, a stuffed animal that would roll in on itself and like become a ball. Um, and some of them were like a soccer ball. Like, I don't know. I really liked mine. Mine was pink. The thing that I thought I deserved and I didn't get an American girl doll. Whoa. I had two. <sighs> you had two. <laughs> yeah. What? I had Samantha boring. Yeah. And, um, but she, I wanted her at the time. Oh, everyone so wanted Samantha. Me. They don't make her anymore. And then I had the first round of the lookalike dolls. Did you so want an American like, girl doll that looked like you? I mean, sort vaguely, because the options were limited. Did, Did you name it Natalie? No, I don't think so. But I, my grandma like made us matching outfits. What? I'm upset. Okay. I had like a bomber jacket American girl. Uh-huh. I still have the earrings in my, <laughs> in my room. No. Okay. I wanted Kirsten because she was Great like one. from Minnesota. Like she was like me, basically. She was like a North north like scandinavian whatever but everyone wanted samantha samantha had the coolest clothes for sure but she was like molly was awesome molly was like a new release like molly came out when i was a kid i think um and then there was like felicity she was like the addy yeah i mean this girl that used to work for me worked at the american girl doll store and she would like tell these amazing stories of like you know because then you could get your like 
American Girl doll and me makeovers and you could like go to the salon and you can go and have lunch and they like strap them onto the I to the table. I'm sure you've seen it, but I went to the American Girl store in like second grade uh-huh. and they did like a photo shoot and you could be on the American Girl magazine. Um, which do you I have did. a copy of it? Yeah. I'm going to need to see that. I think it's deep in my Instagram. I'll find it. I love that the marketing though, it's like they like must get a list of like when little girls turn eight years old. Cause like the catalog just starts showing up in the mail and you're like, yeah, that catalog, I need this. But in like 1989 or whatever, the, the American girl doll was like $80. Like that's a lot for a doll. Yeah. And I'm sure they're way more expensive now, but I want one. Have you been to an American girl store in the past five years? No, there's one at the Grove and I refuse to walk in. You have to go. Really? It is so cool. It will make you furious that you're not a kid now. They have this doll. um, I don't know her name, but she's like a 60s girl and she wants, she loves Motown. She has a wig piece. (laughs) Oh my God. She's your dream doll. Like it's, I want it so bad. There's also like a 70s yes, one now. Yes, for Christmas. <laughs> I go to the American Girl store. All right. Have a, have a time. I'll check it out. I mean, now I have like a tiny girl daughter who like. You have a reason. I have a she's reason. She's going to, to have multiple she's American of all the American Girl dolls. Like, oh man. Like the I'm, ones they've discontinued. I'm just living vicariously through her. It's not even funny. She's three months old. Um, okay, we need to move on because my anger okay. level about American Girl okay, dolls Okay, one more from Jackie. Which cartoon from Ooh. the 90s did you feel was the most underrated and overrated? I think we might agree on overrated. Beavis and Butthead. Oh, yeah. I mean, guys, I don't get it. I would say SpongeBob too, even though it's Ooh. more, I think, 2000s. Yeah, I do get down with SpongeBob. I love SpongeBob in the beginning. Yeah. And I think it's just done now. Is it still going on? I think oh. so. Yeah, maybe it's too much. It's funny though. Yeah. I like Patrick. He makes me laugh. I was obsessed. I had like a <laughs> bunch of pillows and stuff. Yeah, I get it. Um, what did you feel like was the most underrated? Um, my instinct said Rocco's Modern Life. Me too, but, but I didn't put it. But like all of the 90s kids on the internet yeah. worship Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah. So maybe it's not underrated. Mm-hmm. Did you put anything? What? For underrated? Other like other that's, than that was it? I had. I had Angry Beavers. Mm, that's um, a good I one. I almost put Cat Dog, but it kind of creeps me out in like a I weird cat centipede dog. situation. Like how do they go to the bathroom? That was always my question. Yeah. Um, but Angry Beavers is legitimately very funny. And... If you haven't seen it, like find it. It's very amusing to me. Yeah. Um, all of those, like, you know how I feel about Ah Real Monsters. Like, I loved all of it, although it scared me. Okay. Good next question. <laughs> Good next from question. Eric. <laughs> yes. So I was talking to Eric about this last night, and he was like, Yeah, I have a question. If you could do it all again, would you still include Melissa Joan Hart in your back in the name, babes? Yes. Yes. Get over it, honey. Like, I know that you don't think she's a babe. We will get to Sarah Michelle Keller at some point. But yes, I would do it again in a heartbeat. Yeah. She's done great work. She's she's <laughs> done great work. She corrupted Britney Spears. That's all she deserves you need her to place. Know. Yes. My God. Um I had this is like sort of a random aside, but kind of related. I had another friend send me an email, kind of where I was talking about the beginning of the show. Her name is Marin. Oh, separate Marin. <laughs> um, we were the only, obviously the only two Marins in our graduating high school class. We went to high school together, but we played softball together. So there were two Marins on our softball team. And she sent me an email sort of outside of this like Q and a, and she was like, Hey, I've been listening to the podcast. And again, I was like, Oh my God, what? Um, and she wanted to know if people on the West coast mispronounce Marin as much as they do 
like in the Midwest and the East Coast. And I was like, yeah, they do. But after, you know, this many years, I don't really hear it anymore. If like people call me Marin, like it doesn't like bother you. It doesn't really bother me because it's just like, I know people aren't doing it to like be assholes. They're just doing it to be like, I don't understand your name. It's a weird name. Um, And that's fine. I'm kind of fine with that. Um, But I mean, maybe I should be more like, no, my name is Marin. Like that's who I am. But Mark Marin. (laughs) Um, Thank you. My dad's name is Mark. So that's weird. Um, But yeah, they they do. It's a weird name. It's not a name you hear very often. So it's okay. I'm fine with it. You've accepted it. it. Has anyone ever mispronounced your name? I've been called Natalie what? quite a few times. Um, I don't know. I don't feel like it's kind of. We know somebody to the point whose wife, um, she has like an H in it. It's N A T H, yeah. and I she, think that's like the traditional spelling. Really, but she um, uh, needs to be called Natalie. Like it's like a hard. Oh, t- I don't like it. I don't like I don't, that. I'm always like no. I'll just not talk to you. <laughs> Excuse me, you. Um, yes. Uh, okay. I had a question because I couldn't remember the answer to this. Okay. Did you ever finish Bunheads? Yes, I finished Bunheads. And what was your overall assessment? It's not a great show. Did it make you sad? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't make you sad. Like, have you thought about it ever again? Mm, yeah, maybe a couple times. Obviously, if I see Sutton Foster anywhere, I'm going to think about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I can see why it didn't. It got canceled. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. And I have a question for you. Okay. What's your favorite part about working with me? (laughs) (laughs) I saw this question in our outline and I was like, well, this is hilarious. Um, Do you want me to be like cute and emotional or do you want me to be like funny? I don't care. Okay. It, was, it was more of a joke, but if well, you want to yeah. answer it. Um, it, it was funny on your mini, you like said something about, or your mom said something about like me coming back and you said something that was like the most emotional I've like ever heard. You were like, yeah, she's great. And I was like, oh, now it's rushed emotion. Like it was like, so it made me laugh. And yeah, I was like, like fine, whatever. I like, kind of teared up. I was like, yeah, she's, she's neat, whatever. Um, no, I think my favorite part about working with you, and it's been like this, like since minute one, right? Like the first time we ever really like met, I mean, we'd met, you like worked at, at whip clip at the time, but I like kind of knew who you were. And then we like had coffee and I remember being like, Oh, this girl like gets me. <laughs> I remember like I casually mentioned Disneyland and you lit up. Yeah. And I was like, great. Yeah. We're on the same page. Eric had a conversation the other day with someone who was like, oh, I don't really trust people who are super into Disney. And Eric was like, my wife is super into Disney and like got like really defensive <laughs> of me. And I was like, yeah, I am. And fuck you. Like Disney's great. Um, my favorite part about working with Theo is that you're exponentially cooler than me yet weirdly think that I'm funny and cool. And so I'm always like a little mistrusting of that. <laughs> like I'm like, <laughs> I'm just hmm, pretending. Are you a sociopath or what? Um, but no, I think that you make me funnier because I don't feel like I'm not like I'm a funny person like I'm super basic and then like you'll say something and I'm like okay that's cool um and so then it like validates when I feel like a nerd but you think it's cool I'm like oh well Natalie (laughs) likes it um yeah and I don't know I think if I weren't us I would want to listen to this podcast you know what I mean yeah so I think that's great big deal what do you like about working with me hair flip Um, I feel like we just compliment each other. <laughs> we both just um, hair flipped. <laughs> like, no big deal. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, growing up, I've always had friends that I think some of my best friends are always a little more like had their shit together mm-hmm. and like could control a room. And I was like 
the weird, quiet, funny person. <laughs> and like you are that to me for this podcast uh-huh, and like yeah. at work. And I'm like, oh, I needed this like partner in crime. Yeah, I feel that way that it's like very much like partner in crime. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's been I will say like, you know, it was a very weird experience when like you really like doing what you do for work, um, which is a little bit sad, but also, (laughs) but also great. And it's like, oh, right now, like someone is actually like paying me to do this, but I would 100% do this no matter what. Yeah. Um, so it's been fun. It's been, you know, I do feel like podcasts like went even in this last year, went from being like a weird, obscure thing to being like, oh, everyone from zero to hero. Yes. From zero to hero. Everyone is doing podcasts. So it's been kind of fun to like be a part of that. But I do feel like 2018 might be the year where it's like, oh, you have a podcast. Mm, Yeah. Cool. Like (laughs) we're going to have to figure out what to do next. (laughs) Totally. Um, But yeah. So I think, you know, we were talking about what we're going to do for our next series. So next week, we, there will not be a new episode, unfortunately. So sad. And the week after, we're thinking maybe like a special on fall TV premieres. Yeah, guys, because there's a, a lot lots happening. Yeah, my TV time queue is like full of like <laughs> stuff that's coming back because it's all coming back like next week or the week after. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Everything. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I think we're going to do a little like Halloween magic. By the way, if you guys don't follow Natalie on Instagram, like follow her. It's Shadily. She posted <laughs> this photo of her last year as George Michael, which I'd forgotten that she and then you hashtag it with hashtag Rogers, Rogers Cup. Cup. And I was like, the commitment level to this George Michael costume. Like she's wearing a cup, guys. Like if you don't think that's funny, stop listening to us. Honestly, the picture I posted was the best photo of me. It was amazing. in that costume. Mm-hmm. Um, I had like some kind of makeup on to give me like a look of like a five o'clock shadow, yeah. which my natural mustache like really like enhanced the look. <laughs> um, it was great. Yeah. It's so, so much fun. It's probably going to make an appearance this year just to get yeah, more use R. out R. of it. Could you be like ghost George Michael oh, too soon? No. Sorry. Um, yeah. So basically Natalie loves Halloween. <laughs> we love I love fall. We're going to do some sort of you combination. Halloween candy. I do love Halloween candy. We'll talk candy. about it again. We I did te- last year. I texted you yesterday, though. I haven't had candy in 34 days. Yeah. I don't know who I am anymore. I don't know. Yeah. You said that, and then you're like, well, I just had a McDonald's cone. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, like, not eating sugar, but I haven't had any any candy. Um, um, I th- oh, we need to announce something huge. Oh, my gosh. We're yes. opening a merch store. Yes. As of today, when this episode comes out. Yes, you guys... Because you all are wonderful and you have asked us questions and you've, you know, I've just been loyal listeners this whole past year. We are rewarding you with merchandise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we know there have been some requests. Yes. Which was shocking yeah. and amazing to us. Um, so it's where, happening. Where are you going to be able to find it? It will be on Threadless. Okay. I will link everyone on all of our social pages. Awesome. Um, what can you get? Like what What kind of merch? We've got shirts, tote bags, um, sweatshirts. Oh yeah. And tank guys, tops. It's not just like. towels. <laughs> really anything. It's not just like Mugs. our logo. Like we. Yeah. And by we. we Natalie commissioned some art. I did. And it's We awesome. worked on it. Yeah. And by we, I mean me. Yeah. Now, I mean, I was just like tending to my child. I and just Natalie needed was crushing like it. approval. Like, hey, do you like this? Hey, what about this? My favorite is the spring break, spring break collection. I'm yeah. into it. Um, so you, you can check that out. But 
yeah buy a mug support support yeah, your gals we're talking about doing a giveaway on instagram oh yeah so mm-hmm. keep your eyes peeled yes we've got some we've got some swag to give away we're very excited about it we could maybe even throw in some og stickers too mm, yeah. um but yeah that if i ever if i ever see someone just in the wild wearing any fangirl friday stuff and i You'll don't die. know them i will die it'll be like, the end of it. i'm done yeah so if you want me dead, just like show up in Los Angeles <laughs> and like wear a Fangirl Friday's anything and I'll, I'll pass out. Die on the spot. Yeah. It'll, you know, leave my, my child right. motherless. It's fine. Well, um, so until not next Friday, but the Friday after that guys. Yeah. We'll bye. see ya. Bye. 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 Fangirl Fridays is brought to you by TV time. Download the TV Time app to track your favorite shows and join the fangirl conversation. And be sure to follow us at Natalie Burris and Maren Zabrowski.